Feature in a Short is where filmmakers present, watch, and discuss films. This is the podcast. I'm Justin Joseph Hall, the owner of Four Wind Films, the producer of this podcast. This week we have Inga Moren, a good friend yes, of mine. We're neighbors. Inga Moren is a writer, director, editor. She was born in Colombia, lives here in New York. I work in post production right now for Universal really knows film history and it was always fun to have in the office and to have around to chat or even complain to. (laughs) So who could be better for a feature in a short? Her short film called Luz Marina. It's a cool short experimental narrative that that really takes you along for the ride. Um, It's a short I made. Hello, Um, Long time ago. I made it like two years ago, I think. And this is when I decided I wanted to start directing. So I just decided to make a short and I wrote it, directed and edited. Um, cost a lot of money. But yeah, I mean, and it's, it was inspired originally by my cousin that she passed away a long time ago. But it became something else. So it's not directly related to her, but her name is the name of the short film. And yeah, it was my first take on like writing and directing my own stuff and just making it without the support of like an institution or anything, you know, so. And after we watched the film, we had a short discussion. What's the thought behind the shoes? So I'm writing the future right now, so everything has developed a lot more. But so it's about a reality star, this woman that uh, without knowing she joins a supernatural cult. So the shoes are pretty much part of the cult that this woman finds. But in the short, it's not like so fleshed out. Pretty much just people like, there was like some kind of ritual and they just jump on the beach. I always knew it was gonna get extended and it was originally gonna be like a TV show. But with the feature, you can just tell the story more easily in terms of not spending so much time writing. So this was eventually just became like the showpiece for it. It's gonna be the showpiece for it. It has the same essence, still gonna be a thriller. Like the same story, but more fleshed out in terms of building the world. I always tell people when I'm trying to tell them about the feature that it's like, imagine Kim Kardashian going into like a cold, like wild, wild country. Because watch that documentary. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Then she uses her fame to maybe recruit more people or like something crazy like that. I just became really interested in uh, reality culture. And then, you know, Trump got elected and he had a reality show before he got elected. And I was just like really interested in celebrity culture and how in a way, a lot of things are mini cults. They organize their ideas and people become followers. So I guess the main question for me was like, what makes a follower and what makes a leader? You know, and why people decide to follow certain people to a point where it becomes like an obsession. And I feel like nowadays, a lot of things are obsessions and people just kind of pick their cult. So that was like what kind of you know, evolved to. For me, I wasn't connecting too many dots because that's not how I work. Like my storytelling is not like that. I guess anything I do is gonna have those elements of dreamy and you know, I'm really into alternative realities and you know, different worlds. Editing wise, when did you feel it felt right to move to the next scene? Because it, it, it keeps you on your toes a lot. Wow, what an interesting question. This, for me, this film is not very narrative. It's more about the feeling that you get. The whole reason when I was editing, it was like I wanted to just 
get like a body reaction with the music and that. So to answer your question is when I felt personally that I felt something and I could move on. And I was cutting for performance too. I'm just curious, like, what does a script look like in a film like that? Did you write all the, are all the lines written? Yeah, I wrote the script so many times. This is when I decided, I was like, oh, I'm going to write this. I have never written anything before. I did like, I don't know how many revisions. I stopped counting at some point because I was doing way too many. And now that I know a little bit because I took classes after, I was like, oh, I could have saved myself a lot of stuff. But then I really gave the actors a lot of freedom because they were great, all of them. So we kind of like all work together and kind of revise the script ourselves. Because I really feel like once the actors become really involved, everything becomes stronger. In the editing, of course, I did a lot to like make the performances better. You know, we shot in a certain way and then things didn't make sense. It's like, how are you going to like save that? Or you were on set and something didn't get shot because whatever. So you just don't have that scene and you cannot shoot anymore because, you know, you're funding the thing yourself. And then at the end of the day, you run out of options. They only have two good shots and those are the ones that you have to use. So then you have to find in the editing ways to solve that problem and then the film becomes better because it becomes then another level. Um, I think like I love David Lynch, so like a lot of like that type of cinema works for me. <laughs> it's not like the most, I guess, per se commercial, but I mean, some, I don't know if anybody watched it. The newest one? The newest one. Like, like I can't believe Showtime actually put that in Showtime. Like that belongs in the museum. I mean, it's not for everybody, but I just think the things that he did with sound and music and like he just pushes the form forward even though you know for a lot of people it doesn't make sense and yeah I love I love his way of filmmaking. Where'd you get all the shoes? Oh so oh I had an amazing production designer. <laughs> she is the amazing amazing Teresa. She's like grand like she comes in into the room and she takes over like her personality so she just went to the goodwill and i guess told the person that she needed a lot of shoes and we literally had like a whole van of shoes we had van. so many shoes yeah like bags that we took to the beach in staten island and then she did this whole thing you know and it was really funny because what happened we had um it started to rain and there were so many shoes that were in good conditions that at the end, the actors and the crew were like trying to take shoes home, like in the middle of the rain. Like we're like, we have to leave. It was like, and we had to pick up the shoes then, yeah. And it's a real, real, real art to be able to be a director in something like that and take all that feedback and still be able to make your own movie, you know, and the movie that you want to make. As filmmakers, it's like so free when you can just do independent stuff without too many opinions, you know, so. For the feature, Inga Brat, I'm so excited. I'm yeah. so excited, yeah. I'm so excited to see it. Which is a Pedro Aldomovar film that she hadn't seen yet. I love Pedro Almodovar, oh And my had gosh. wanted to. Now, this was a comedy. It's a pretty exciting film because he is quite a unique director. I love Pedro Almodovar. He's one, been one of my favorite, favorite, favorite filmmakers I, from his first movie. Um, I just feel like he has such a style in the way he tells stories. And um, I mean, I'm Colombian, so obviously there's Spanish. But he, I don't know, like he just, he just has a sense of humor that I, you know, a dark sense of humor that I really love. And then I just love how all his films, even though they, he tends to treat like really deep issues in a way that are funny and very like, you know, everyday-ish. Um, and I just love like the colors of it. So 
There's a new film that came out this year. It's in, I think it's premiering in Toronto. Anyway, 80 to 90% of the film takes place on an airplane. So we prepared a little airplane dish of dried olives, cheap bread rolls, and lukewarm asparagus for everyone to enjoy. On top of that, we had lots to drink um, because, well, flight attendants tend to drink in Pedro Aldomovar films. So we had some Don Julio, as there is Don Julio in the airplane. We had some whiskey. We had some mimosas. We had a lot of things, and it was great. After we watched the film, we had a short discussion. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I just love how, like, they have an emergency, like, landing. There's no police anywhere. Right on the plane. What's his name? It's like five years ago. I mean, but, it's super weird. Huh? It's, yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for listening to Feature in a Short. Again, this is presented by Four Wind Films. And just as a forecast for you to look forward to, we will be touring over to Minnesota and possibly other cities. And if you would like to be in attendance and are outside of the New York area, please send us an email or hit us up on social media at Four Wind Films. And that is at F-O-U-R-W-I-N-D-F-I-L-M-S. Thank you so much, and we will talk to you shortly.